Welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. And welcome back to 13 Days of Halloween, where for 13 days leading up to Halloween, we will talk about a film that's in the horror, mystery, or thriller genre. And today, to help us talk about House by the Cemetery, we have our friend Grant. Hello, Grant. Hi, guys. And you are uh, bravely going to try and tell <laughs> folks what House by the Cemetery is all about. <laughs> yes, um... Okay, so Hacks by the Cemetery is a uh, Italian horror film from 1981, and uh, it's directed by Lucio Fulci, who's uh, famous for a particular type of brand of horror films. Uh, the plot of this film is quite difficult to uh, explain, as with lots of Fulci's films, but essentially uh, a family move into a old uh, New England home, and... Uh, there is something nasty in the basement of this <laughs> New England home. And uh, cue lots of uh, zombie-like happenings and uh, people disappearing. And uh, we learn uh, about the history of this house and it becomes apparent that there was a bad scientist uh, in the basement who was um, in some ways intent on uh, reviving or... Um, using uh, zombies to, to uh, keep himself alive. Uh, it's a bit difficult to explain much more because the, the, the plot is rather uh, 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 dodgy, <laughs> uh, but I think I'll leave it. All right. Yeah, you're right. The plot is a little dodgy. Um, it's kind of standard horror film stuff when you get right down to it. Um, the plot is really not all that interesting. The, the, what I liked about the movie, if I liked anything at all, was the, the atmosphere that it creates. And I, I think this is the first film we've seen from this director, but I guess that's kind of what he's, he's known for. I, I think, you know, the house is, is creepy. The music is, is really good. Um, I think it creates an atmosphere that's, you know, suitably scary and creepy. Um, I don't know. The The version that we watched was dubbed in English and I think dubbed pretty terribly. Um, and I think that, that was a big problem for me. Um, I think in particular, there's a young, there's a young boy um, in the family and I thought the dubbing of him was really annoying actually. Um, so that, that took me out of the movie and um, I think, kept me from enjoying it. I wonder if I would have enjoyed it more if, if we'd had, you know, the original, the original version with some subtitles or something. Well, and maybe you can answer this, Grant. I don't know if the original version is subtitled. I was reading about it afterwards, and I think it, it just was dubbed. Or, or am I wrong on that, do you know? No, that's, that's right. Okay. Yeah, um, well, so yeah, you're, you're, you're watching the poorly, original. It was just poorly dubbed, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I was reading afterward. Apparently, the the two children, there's two main children uh, in this movie, and I guess they spoke Italian, while filming. Mm. But I think, again, according to what I read, which hopefully is a reliable source, um, everyone else spoke English. Although okay. a lot of these, if not all of them, were Italian actors, uh, but they spoke English. But it was just decided to afterwards to to dub, um, dub into English. I think these characters are playing. Americans, mm -hmm. um, is that correct, Randy? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. Y y y yeah, that's right. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, it, it, it's interesting. So this movie for me uh, was a game of expectations, um, which is I'm sort of split on it after I've watched it. So a couple of things. One, someone along the line, and I don't remember who, so they they're they're. Their, their guilt is going to go unpunished. <laughs> but they told me that this is just one of the greats. This is just one of the all-time great Italian horror movies. And this is one you've got to see in your lifetime. And I, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. And um, then, so a couple of years ago, Ashley and I were at a, a all-day horror movie um, film theater screening up in uh, a suburb of Chicago. And there was uh, some dealers there and they were selling, you know, Blu-rays and DVDs. And this was one of the Blu-rays. So I said, Oh, I've, I've got to get this. <laughs> so we got it. And it sat unwatched for two years until we decided to watch it for, for this 13 days of Halloween set. And so I had that as an expectation. And then two, I knew it was Italian. So I also was expecting it to be subtitled. Mm-hmm. So one, I was kind of thrown when it wasn't subtitled. Uh, and then two, <clears throat> I haven't seen a lot of Italian horror movies, but this, if this is one of the greatest, I don't know how many, <laughs> I don't know how many more I want to see. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to throw it over to Grant because, um, I feel like Grant, you may have a better context of what, which to place this in than the two of us. So what are, what are your thoughts on this? Um, so yeah, I recognize very much. Um, what you guys have said, and I think it's a common complaint against Italian horror films of that period, is um, the dubbing, which can be very distracting. And I think it's something you do become accustomed to, but it does take some time. Uh, I mean, it's not the worst dubbed of this director's films, nor is it the most um, confusing in terms of plot. And I think that in this film in particular, there's some, there's some quite bad editing, which makes the film quite difficult to follow in parts and quite random events happen. Characters come out of nowhere, disappear, do things you don't know why. <laughs> um, but the director was very famous for basically uh, trying to make films which just had an atmosphere to them. That was his intention. He didn't care about plot so much. He wanted to create an atmosphere. And I think this film is quite successful at that. Um, it's very gothic in, in terms of the, the scenery and the, and the, the style of the, of the film. And in parts, it's incredibly brutal. Uh, it can be quite difficult to see if you haven't got a clean depth copy of the film. Uh, but it's a very gory film, particularly towards the end. Uh, and personally, I, re- I do rate this film quite highly because I think it is effective in achieving its objective. Uh, I don't think it's aged very well in that I think what was shocking in 1981 in terms of gore is no longer shocking in 2021 in terms of gore. But at the time, it would have been, you know, regarded as incredibly uh, uh, gory. Uh, One thing I'd be interested in uh, your guys' sort of feelings on on this film is... um, did it frighten you in any way? No, I don't think I was ever frightened. Um, you know, there are time, There were times when I could tell that the movie was trying to build suspense, or I was thinking, oh, this is supposed to be very suspenseful. But I had, I had no feelings for these characters. Um, and I, 
I don't know why I don't again I don't I don't know if it was the the dubbing or or just the the poor dialogue um you know the acting was okay but nothing great um I just couldn't feel for the characters and I think you know that's something that you have to do if you're going to feel suspense or um so I, I yeah I never I was never scared by it um, I was grossed out by it and I did turn away a lot, but that's, <laughs> that's me. Um, you're right. It is, there's a lot of like close ups of blood coming out and it's just, it's a very bloody kind of for the sake of being bloody. And I didn't like that. I wasn't frightened, but I was unsettled by it. Um, I, I, before we started recording, I, I mentioned I was kind of split on this movie. I think I've already gone over the reasons, I think, for my the, the negative aspects, the, uh, the response I had to it, which was, you know, the high expectations it was given, uh, and then also thinking it was going to be subtitled. I actually don't think the dubbing is that bad. I mean, I've, I've heard worse dubbing <laughs> in movies. Uh, I was just a little thrown by it. But I actually, I don't know if I'd say I was super invested in these characters, but... I did like them. Like, there's the mom. You got a, you got the mom and the dad and the and the son, the young son, and the dad is a little. I find I found his character odd. The, he's a little aloof. I mean, ultimately, it turns out when all is said and done, you know, he's a he's a good he's a good guy. He's um, he's a little um, distracted by some of his work, which turns out to be the whole impetus for everything transpiring in this movie, as it does. But um, there's scenes where he acts kind of weird. Like he'll just be like walking around. Like the Foley effects in this movie are interesting. I mean, like you'll hear like these really, he'll have these really heavy, almost Frankenstein like footsteps across the bedroom floor. And it's very sinister. And I'm sure it's done to, because they feel like, okay, we need something unsettling to happen. So let's just, you know, make these really loud footsteps. Um, but your thing, it makes you not trust the dad. And there's like a later scene where the son is trapped in a basement and the the villain, Dr. Freudstein, <laughs> is uh, coming up the stairs after him. And the boy is screaming his head off. And the mom is on the other side of the door, uh, fairly helpless, but she's trying her best. And all of a sudden, like, you see the shadow moving. And it's moving slowly and deliberately in, in another part of the house. And then you see, it's, and it turns out to be the dad. But this he's so weird the way he moves until finally he's right there with them in the kitchen. He's like, Oh my God, what's, what's wrong. And I'm like, why are you so weird? You know? Um, but that distanced me from him a little bit, but I, I liked the mom. Um, I liked the boy. Um, there's a girl in here who I guess is a ghost a spirit. She, maybe Grant can explain more like how she fits into this all, but I think she's the daughter of Frogstein. From the past, is that? Yeah, that's right. Okay, she's supposed to be his uh, his daughter. Yeah. Okay, and she appears in the present uh, as a trying to protect the young boy. Um, but so I did find it unsettling um, with certain scenes. I mean, the it is gory. I mean, I'm a person. I'm not as um, um, badly influenced by gore <laughs> as Ashley is, but I also don't. I'm a person who doesn't need it to be gory. In this movie, I mean, it's got some gratuitous beheadings and stabbings and it's 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 not for the faint of heart i think even in 2021 um even if you have a weak stomach for this kind of thing uh so there's that but you know i'll tell you what this movie reminded me of and some may not view this as a compliment but i do it reminded me of a very gory 
1950s Vincent Price, William Castle type of film. Um, those, uh, you know, I mean, you go to a house, there's some spooky goings on. I mean, the dad here is almost kind of like the Vincent Price character because it's weird. Vincent Price often, he's known for being this horror villain, but he often played in certain movies anyway, just an average okay guy. Mm-hmm. But he was, you couldn't help but be a little spooked by him. And so I feel, I felt like he could have played the dad in this movie. And there's atmosphere, kind of like Grant mentioned earlier. There's usually some kind of atmosphere in a William Castle movie. Um, and the big difference I see between this and those is this is in color and those are usually in black and white. And then this, uh, is quite a bit more gory. I don't know what you think about that analogy, Grant, but, uh, yeah. I, I think that's a good analogy. And, um, one of the things I think it, it has in common with those types of films is the production design on this film is actually quite good. Um, okay, it's a bit hokey in parts with the sort of rolling fog machines and things like that. But mm-hmm. Those would have been in a William Castle film as well. And I think that the, the film really is almost typical of Italian horror films of that time in that it's about style over substance. If you look at stills and shots from this film, they look pretty good. You know, there's, a, there's there's quite good sort of use of colour and framing and lensing, and Fulci's crew were quite were, were renowned for that. But the substance of the film is 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 not quite there for me. Um, though I, I don't think that uh, Italian horror films often had substance, and I, I I think it's a very good point that it does make it hard to care about the characters. Do you find it frightening? I certainly do. Yes, I, I think that it's very atmospheric, and if you if you turn the volume up, it's got quite good sound design as well. I think mm-hmm. you, you you know in a dark room, big screen, volume up all the way, you soon forget about the dub. It's quite creepy. Yeah, I do agree with you. One thing I want to say too about the editing: it is very harshly edited. Um, I mean, it's got a runtime according to IMDb of I think ninety or eighty six minutes, and that was the length of the Blu Ray that we had. Uh, that said, there were moments where I felt like, am I watching like an edited for TV version? Oh, of course I'm not because of the gore, but it, it, there are some really not good cuts in it. Yeah, um, I agree that the movie succeeds at creating atmosphere. Um, it just wasn't enough for me. When, when, I, <clears throat> when I look back at this movie, I think all I'm going to remember is it's one of those movies where people walk around, wander around looking for someone else and calling out their name. (laughs) (laughs) And Bob, I mean, endlessly throughout this movie. (laughs) Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, Ashley. So what do you give it out of 10? Uh, I'm going to give it 4.5 out of 10. Whoa. Okay. I give it a seven. Grant, how about you? I'll give it 7.5. All right. So our score then is a 6.3, and it's on the tomato meter. So it has a rotten score from critics, 45%, and a audience score on there of 48%. Um, so where would you place this grant in the canon of Fulci? Would you say this is one of his better ones, middle of the road, lesser? I think it's middle of the road. Uh, some people do regard it as his best film. I think that's a bit of a push. Uh, I think his, his best film is probably... if. Very, made a very similar time a film called The Beyond, mm. um, which really does have an atmosphere, which I think is um, almost unique. It's one of the, it sort of hits you. It's, it feels like a heat over you. Um, and 
you know, if you think that the house by the cemetery has atmosphere, the beyond really does take it a, a step further. But he also made some absolutely terrible stinkers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll keep the beyond on our watch list and maybe for yes. our next year's uh, 13 days Halloween, we'll do that one. All right. So thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us, Grant. Thanks, guys. Thanks.